Mikey and Rinny A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to the ha, ha, happy holidays. Mikey and Rin Eden, food crimes edition. Ooh, another food crimes edition. We have a trial afoot. We do. Who's on trial this week? Well, Mikey, that would be you. <gasps> what? Could you please state your name for the record? John Michael Sheether. And even though I am a John Sheether, I'm not a junior. You're not. The previous food crime was my father, John Prentice Grace Sheether. Mm-hmm. But I am John Michael Sheether, mm-hmm. the first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm taking notes as we speak. I can see that. <laughs> Furious notes on one of the, the court stenographer. You're, the, you're the, the podcast stenographer. So the food crime in question um, actually has two victims. <laughs> Just two? Mm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, arguably <laughs> arguably multiple victims in this case. But I'm going to say two victims. And one of these victims was a small child. Oh. So this is a particularly heinous crime. Yeah. Anytime a crime involves children, it's heinous. Even though I just said, yep, that wasn't an admission of guilt. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I do feel guilty, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sinking My- feeling is guilt. Oh, hold on. My lawyer is telling me not to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Bill. Um, so the food crime in question actually happened on a holiday. It happened mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. And so we thought it'd be really fitting to do this show now as it is the holiday season. It is. Um, and we liked our last food crime edition so much that we wanted to um, introduce another. I would argue to say that can I am I allowed to speak? <laughs> Bill, thanks. I would argue to say that the Christmas slash holiday season, November to December, is the time where the most food crimes are perpetrated. Mm, interesting. That you Summer say that. feels like hot times. Some hot time fun in the city. Summertime feels like the most uh, physical violent crimes are committed because sure. everybody's hot and drunk. But the food crimes of that we're talking about, those are real crimes. These are food crimes. Uh, I think most of them happen in the in the uh, autumnal season to the new year. Is this an admission of guilt? It is not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were done. Um, so I would love for you, in your own words, to <laughs> describe what happened on December 24th. 2021. I would like to first, uh, just for the record, correct you and say that this alleged crime <laughs> happened probably between the De- December 21st and 24th. And the crime it came to, well, the supposed crime <laughs> came to the apex on Christmas Eve. The crime was a, it was a slow drip crime. It was a long a long con. Wow, is that an admission of guilt? <laughs> yes, probably. But no, I'm not good at uh, at holding back. So okay, so um, well, I think that we first should start out with just talking about the fact that I'm a hungry boy. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Tell us more. Tell us more about that. Uh, I'm a hungry boy. This is my this is my good cop era right now. Yeah, you are. Yep. And so what I want to do <laughs> is um, appear nurturing, mm. compassionate. Um, and really listen to your story. You're smoking those Fantasia cigarettes, the like Correct. colorful, the colorful cigarettes. Ones. Yeah. yeah. So it looked, you look happy and fun when you switch to the unfiltered camels or camel wide. No, and I'm rolling my own. Oh, right. That's the bad. That's cop. my bad. Cop I'll know, and your mustache will become a little crooked. <laughs> um, it's looking good right now. So I'm a hungry boy. Which not only I don't only like eating. Like eating's great. You put a plate in food a food in front of me, I'm gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. The worst scenario for me in eating world is either a buffet, mm. charcuterie platter sort of thing, wedding mm-hmm. with a that sort of a thing. I will eat myself, I will punish eat mm-hmm. or I will eat mm-hmm. myself into submission. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just there's a conveyor belt, there's an mm-hmm. endless tape landing strip of food. And I can constantly revisit and re, and I can do a different combination each time, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Mm-hmm. Another version of this is the holiday era countertop baked good. Which I will say my family is somewhat notorious for. Italians in general, I would <laughs> yeah, say. I think that's true, yes. There's yes, oftentimes yes, yes. a gigantic plate of cookies. Italian or cookies, of, yeah, the Italian assorted. cookies, different things. The other hard part for me is when there is like a, um, we've had a dinner, like we've had pasta, a pasta dinner, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of it, and there's a ton left over, and I can open the fridge, and there's like a Tupperware container, and I can go in, and just every day I can have a couple scoops. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, I've had 17 meals over three days of chicken parm or of whatever. This was my, basically my entire childhood that you're yeah. describing. <laughs> Grandma would make Sunday dinner. Yes. And I would proceed to eat probably 17 meals just in that day and yeah. then continue throughout the week. Would you, sidebar. Yes. Bill, can we have a sidebar? Um, would you say that Italian, I don't know if I can, I'm just trying to think of how to stand this question up. Do you think Italian food is the best food translated from cooked at the time of consumption to cold like the like pizza great cold spaghetti great cold like is it the ethnicity of food or where the food comes from where it's the best cold i'm gonna entertain your question because i'm in my good cop era right now but i will be the one asking the question because cold because cold (laughs) tacos not good true cold i'm just trying to go through different things like a lot of mexican food not great cold Yep. Uh Chinese Chinese food, pretty, pretty good cold. Yep. Yeah. Ramen, not so not great cold. Not so great cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Japanese food, often my favorite Japanese food is already cold, sushi. Right. Um, but yeah, anything hot, karaage, really great cold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, I Italian think, food might have the best changeover. Yeah, it's and and the thing about a lot of Italian food is that it's got a sauce to it. Yeah. And so that sauce then develops Oof. over the next couple of and days. And congeals around yes, it. Yes, like, 100%. Like there was uh, um, this, you know, we used to, when I worked in the school system, I'm sorry that we're going so off on the side right here. But well, I'm, 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 I'm noting I'm this. Nervous. I'm, I'm nervous. noting this and I see <laughs> the, sw- the beads of sweat on your brow yeah. and I it feels like Those you are, are dancing around my previous my my first question just to be clear though those are um i had those surgically implanted they're permanent <laughs> sweat beads uh they're a fashion statement anyways i was just going to say that we we would do this lasagna meal in the school mm. in the schools and then we would have them reheated the next day and they would cut it into like cubes mm-hmm. and then you know cook, cook those and i would just chop it into this brick mm. this brick cube not reheat it 
put a bunch of Parmesan cheese on it and eat it. And I was like, yeah, why should we even reheat this? I know. I know. Okay. Sorry. Um, oh, so I'm, st- I'm still in Hungry Boy era? You are. Mm-hmm. Am I going to describe, am I going through the whole thing? I think so. I mean, okay. it. Um, we. I think the audience would really like to hear in your own words yeah. um, what happened on, uh, my memory <laughs> is the, the evening of December 24th, 2021, I think was really when um, my interest in the case was peaked. Mm. Well, uh, again, this is none of this is an admission of guilt. But if some, let's just say that someone was slowly stealing money from you, a la Dane Cook. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you had someone managing your money and they were taking like $10,000 at a time. Mm-hmm. And you didn't notice it. And then after three years, you were like, oh, my God, they've taken $20 million from Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. When was the crime committed? Was it when you found out or was it during each step of the process? Mm. So, okay. So Corinne's sister, Catherine, um, she um, made cookies, specifically Christmas cookies. Mm -hmm. And I... Um, I, I love Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't love Christmas cookies more than like chocolate chip cookies. Not that those aren't a Christmas cookie, but these were like sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. And um, did you, were you there for the preparation of the cookies? I wasn't, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think they were made when we arrived. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at these as arrival presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, just also to be clear, over the course of like Christmas Eve and the days before Christmas, we have like, when we go to your your sibling's house, we have a series of visitors. So I think that the idea of these cookies were for, they were going to be available. There was like, let's say a hundred of them. Mm -hmm. And then they would be, you know, kind of whittled down at each event, but they would be through the holiday Mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. And Um, that is, I, I will say, um, that is typical of the way that my family does things. Food is just out and available. Yeah. Um, for consumption. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen in my family. Right. Because it will be consumed. Uh, my family likes to eat the food that's out. Your family likes to push it around <laughs> <laughs> and comment on it and then not eat it. Um, I am there as a vacuum cleaner, as a human vacuum cleaner, <laughs> to to dispose of the things. So, yeah. So over the course of, let's say we arrived on the 20th or the 21st, mm-hmm. um, I would eat a couple cookies mm-hmm. at each time. Each time I'd pass by, and these are these cookies are like approximately, you know, they're like bite bite to two bite size. Mm-hmm. So they are the perfect size. They're the the bite size Snickers mm-hmm. of cookies. Mm-hmm. So every time I would walk past the counter, which was frequently, mm-hmm. I would have a cookie or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time that uh, I was not the only one eating these cookies. Mm-hmm. I was definitely the the person person eating the most of the cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these cookies were in one pile. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time that Christmas Eve rolled around, um, your sister they go to her husband's family's house for their dinner, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, and then they come back, and then they have a little, you know we do a little kind of Christmas Eve ceremony, and the next day we have Christmas. So by this point, and we had all everybody had indulged in the cookies. There were very few cookies left. Mm-hmm. And so the cookies had been moved from the plate into a Rubbermaid container, mm-hmm. which in my mind just meant we know that these cookies are a little <laughs> aged. <laughs> we're trying to kind of suck a little more life out of them. I finished the cookies. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't think I committed a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was there a moment in these three to four days Mm. when you did become aware that there was a crime committed or that there was um, unhappiness, disgruntledness within the household? The last 90 seconds of those three days is when, I, <laughs> is when I realized that there was a crime that had been committed and there had been simmering. I don't even know if the anger had been simmering. I think there had just been a uh, a level of uh, tension? accounting. Would you call it tension? There was an accounting that I didn't understand mm. was a problem. I didn't know that we had to be watching the fill, the how full the gas tank was. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like these cookies are for consuming. And I was like, I'm doing everybody a favor because they're kind of running out of time. The expiration <laughs> date is coming up. <laughs> and then I definitely didn't realize that the movement of the cookies from the platter to the Rubbermaid container was as if they went into a safety deposit box. <laughs> and said safety deposit box was, were the cookies then going to be frozen? Were the cookies then going to be tossed out in the yard, given to the dogs? What what was the um what was the the life <laughs> the life cycle of these cookies? So they were counter cookies. Yep. They were rubbermaid cookies. And then what was your what was your understanding of um the last step? You mean after the fact? <laughs> these were Santa's cookies. <laughs> the- <laughs> Damn it. These cookies were going to go from the children in the household to Santa Claus. <laughs> In order as sort of restitution or payment for their, or understanding that Santa was also working hard to bring them presents. So these were Santa payment cookies. And I did not know that. I um, I just want you to know that I have taken statements from the, the victims in this crime. And um, one thing that you, you failed to mention is that the child in question um, also helped to prepare and bake <laughs> and decorate these cookies for Santa. Mm, yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and by I will also say this is again not an admission of guilt, but the cookies that were moved into Fort Knox were they were sort of culled because they were the best. They were the most in shape of the cookies mm. at that point. Did you? And I will hold on. Did, I need to complete my statement. And I also n- will notice that these were the best of the worst. Like the, the cookies <laughs> had gotten down to like we were talking about stars with only three points. Like we're talking about these were not the top tier cookies. So like had these cookies been pulled earlier and it was like oh those are the cream of the crop. Those are the dopest cookies. I think my brain would have said. Those are for Santa. Like those are those are gift cookies. Mm. Instead of I'm just cleaning out the, the dregs, like the ho- the end of the horse stall. Mm. I'm just helping to sweep up the remainder of these broken ass cookies. <laughs> are you? I think I'm switching into my bad cop era right now. I just oh, the, I just furrowed my brow. I don't know if you noticed. The cigarettes just switched <laughs> over. Her leather. She just changed over her um, her cardigan, and then the other side was a black leather jacket. It's a moto jacket now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> A moto jacket. You just like 1999 dance music to yourself. All right. Um, Is it my understanding that you are critiquing the cookies of a three-year-old? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm critiquing the whole. If you looked at the batch as a whole, when there was, I don't want to say there was a hundred cookies. <laughs> <laughs> if I ate a hundred cookies, I mean, even let's say I ate eighty-seven of the cookies, that's a that is a wild amount of cookies. I would say there's fifty cookies. Yeah, it's still a lot. And um, <laughs> so still you ate is your admission that you ate forty seven cookies? Yeah. Well, no, but other people I mean, other people were eating cookies. Whatever. But no, I mean, but I would say that the overall quality of the fifty, let's say, pretty high. I would mm. say four stars, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. By the time the cookies had been selected by the groups of people that came through and me. We were down to the uh, Island of Misfit Toys cookies. <laughs> These were not great anymore. And so obviously your sister, I think, had gone through and said, of these 10 remaining cookies, like these five are the best, like the ones that our Lord Santa will <laughs> accept as as uh, as gift. Mm. Um, and I was just, and I was like, oh, well, these trash cookies, <laughs> and admittedly, because I made them trash, mm. I had selected all the good cookies. And so by this point, the only the bad cookies were left. And so, I, but that was by my natural selection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm interested that you think that Santa is such a monster that he would also critique a three-year-old's cookies and not just accept them graciously and say, Wow, I'm so grateful that this small child would prepare some assorted sundries for me. Are you saying, it. are you asserting that notorious slave owner slash <laughs> sweatshop, sweatshop uh, overlord Santa could possibly care about his cookies? This man um, lies about the work that he does, for mm. sure. He has the uh, first sweatshop, I would argue to say. And, um, and then he's seen how many millions of cookies a night? You don't think that he's like gives preferential treatment? I mean, he's probably going to some home of a child in Paris who he's getting fresh baked macron. I mean, these these cookies, Santa would have turned up his his alcohol ridden, fluffy red nose. He would have turned that up to the sky about these cookies. Mr. John Michael Sheether, I will just insert here that Santa is not on trial. He should be. It is currently you that is being questioned. And shifting the blame. I <laughs> I um I I have a uh, a statement here from from various I like family that you members. Felt like you had to do some spatial acting <laughs> yeah, and look down to the table where there's nothing. I it's did. good. They'll they'll notice that on the podcast. Um and they mentioned a phrase that I would like for you to elaborate on and the phrase is clawing around. <laughs> Could you tell me more about um cuz they they referenced it several times um when they were talking about you so i did notice that it's more? underlined six times with six different highlighter colors i must say Correct. it's it's, it's yeah. Uh, yeah it looks very um yeah uh okay so this goes back to me being a hungry boy mm. which i will assert not a crime to be a hungry boy i i i would agree with that so yeah. we go to upstate new york where you're from and this is the land of uh snacky food mm-hmm. which is pizza chicken parm sandwiches we go to Buffalo, which is known for Buffalo wings. Yeah. yeah. The, the ultimate snacky food. Yep. So I go there and it's also, we're in PJ land. Mm-hmm. We're in winter snowy time. It's depressingly gray outside. No judge on how your body looks. Mine? No, just in general. Oh like, yeah. Nobody's, nobody's judging. Nobody's sure, judging. Sure. I was going to say, I was like, 
are we does that, is my body on trial now <laughs> oh i see we're gonna turn the tables here on your body shaming uh right no this is like pj zone we're watching netflix mm-hmm. we're eating we're mm-hmm. snacking whatever um but i'm also i'm known in this in this family for being someone who snacks uh voraciously <laughs> and i would call it celebrating i'm celebrating <laughs> our hosts <laughs> i'm celebrating the food of your land uh but my uh brother-in-law he said something along the lines of at one point we might need to order more pizza because if we finish this mikey will still just be clawing around (laughs) in the snack area i mean if 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 the listeners the jury may i appeal to the jury i want you just to hear the judgment that was laid upon me and that i'm just trying to celebrate the food of my wife's land and my eating i guess offends people um what i like is that sidebar is that we um know the judicial system so well that we're having both a police interview and a jury trial i'm both a cop and a judge and a lawyer and and a judge right yeah sure I'm both the like the lawyer for myself and the criminal, I guess. Yeah. We've, we've watched so many procedural dramas, and we've also both been in court so much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, so, um, I would just like to say something in my defense. I'll allow it. The reaction to what happened was, to me, in my mind, unexpected. Mm, tell us more. Had I known that we were going to protect the cookies, I would have found, selected the five cookies or helped them select the five cookies. And then I would have defended them with my life like a Secret Service agent mm. or the furry penis hat men from the British temples. Sure. I would have found I would have defended those cookies. I would have taken a bullet for those cookies mm. because I didn't even know that this was a thing. Mm. And these cookies were in plain sight. Had they been in a cabinet, I wouldn't have gone into a cabinet and eaten them. Mm-hmm. They were still where the cookie, the public consumption cookies were. So this was more of a <clears throat> cookie slaughter <laughs> situation <laughs> versus a a premeditated cookie eating situation. Isn't that what manslaughter is? You you manslaughter is like crime of pat, like crime in the moment. It's like you you got into a fight with someone yeah. and then you killed them accidentally. Or right, I think right, it's a right. manslaughter charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah first degree murder, I think, requires premeditation. Right. Yeah. So this was a this was a cookie slaughter and not a first degree cookie eating situation. This was just yeah. This well, and and, and to tell you the truth, where if we were to, we're talking about like mindset during the crime period was me. It was a celebratory moment mm. for me. I was celebrating the baker, the baker, the chef, the mm-hmm. cook, the cookie cooker, and um and then I thought I was doing a favor by cleaning i was like Mm. eating the cookies that were going bad i was Mm -hmm. eating the rotten fruit from the refrigerator before you had to throw it out yeah so you're the hero really in this situation in my whole life i'm the hero (laughs) (laughs) i can find any situation that i've ever been in and i'll tell you how i'm the hero in this situation fucking definitely i went from the hero to the zero in 90 seconds and it was mortifying Mm. so i would say the crime was actually perpetrated against me interesting you're welcome minute 23 I flipped it on you like usual suspects. <laughs> I'm not Kaiser Sose. You're Kaiser Sose. <laughs> um, when did you become aware that this, that that something was amiss? So, like take us through, because yeah. I haven't really heard in your own words the the kind of interrogation that happened of you um, on the night of the 24th. So um, 
it's a bit of a blur. Mm. But I, there are certain things that are sucking, they're burned, etched into my memory. Um, as I said, it was we were at their home, our uh, our in laws' home, my in laws' home. I don't know how to how those things work. Um, not a genealogist. And your sister and her husband and their kids were away at his family's home. Mm-hmm. They came home, mm-hmm. and there was a moment. Mm. And then uh, a series of small, quiet conversations and faces that I knew ah. something was wrong. And then I also knew, I believe I had like eaten the cookies and then maybe cleaned out, I had like washed out the cookie thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like nowhere. And I came so in. So you had, you had um, gotten rid of any evidence. For sure. Destroyed. Ev- well, cleaned evidence. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh-huh. And um, and then I knew I think I came into the kitchen and I knew that um, I was already I already felt guilty about having eaten so many cookies. <laughs> Let's be real. The evidence was on my body in weight form, um, but I knew that something was wrong immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah. But again, a crime like a, a crime that I didn't know existed or I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It, I think it was a. If there was a crime, it was my. Uh, it was an accidental crime. I would call it. Mm. But, Were you confronted about said crime? Uh, directly. I know that you heard the whispers. Kind you saw of the indirectly. Faces. It was. It was indirect, and then it was direct. I think the direct came from you. I ah. think it was, Mikey. You ate the. You ate the Santa's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> They're really mad. You ate like you maybe like you kind of said like you ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like you burst the, the the dream bubbles of these children that had evidently been like waiting to give these cookies to Santa for for a week while they were watching me. It's as if you like had something very very special like a tuxedo that you're gonna wear to a wedding, mm-hmm. but you put it amongst a paintball target, like. <laughs> area and you're just like well that tuxedo in the back you obviously can't shoot that with the paintballs but everything around it shoot with paintballs Uh, and so they had been watching all week when i was like shooting paintballs at all these other (laughs) targets while the tuxedo's in the back and then suddenly the tuxedo's super important oh but it's splattered with paint of course it's splattered with paint it was in the paintball thing Mm. that's a really i'm sorry that's a really good metaphor (laughs) and at no point during the three to four days prior do you remember um, ever hearing that there were cookies being left for Santa? That no. there was okay. No, okay. I mean, I guess I should have assumed that there probably were. I don't. I didn't know their family traditions, um, mm. but I did not know that these. I had no idea that these specific cookies were also Santa cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm having a really hard time keeping my bad cop hat on. I must admit, I I, I came in guns blazing. You did, and. Um, I've softened. I will just say. As I usually do. I'm (laughs) such a softy. Like the cookies that sat on the counter for four days. (laughs) They just got soft. They weren't as crispy anymore. If I saved Santa, maybe from salmonella too. I don't know. If you were, um, if you were going to decide on your punishment, what would it be? Before we decide on my punishment or even talk about it, I think that I need to make a final statement. Or something. Maybe both of those questions could be rolled into one or both of those things. Um, I mean, I think the main part of it is that I feel terribly. Hmm. And ha- and, I, and I think my... So there's remorse. I think my British penis guard statement stands as maybe the biggest defense of myself. Had I known that these were going to be also co-opted 
as Santa cookies, would have defended them with my life, would have selected for the best ones. I would have eaten the trashest versions of them. Mm-hmm. I would have eaten just the Rudolph head, mm-hmm. like the, the cookies that no one else wanted. I would have eaten them and I would have defended those cookies with my every breath. Hmm. This is really uh, unique and different from our first food crime because there was no remorse. None. And stone, stone, like dead fish eyes of a, of a killer. Yes, correct. No shifting. And the admission that uh, it will be done again. Oh, many times. If let free, he will commit this crime innumerable amounts of times. And what I'm hearing from you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that this will never happen again. I might ne- never eat a cookie again. <laughs> <laughs> Even just the word makes me shiver. <laughs> I will. And maybe you will even, you know, assist this child in Santa preparation cookies this year and really make make it a special, make it a special event. Try and make up for two years ago. If you'll notice, yeah, two years ago, we, we were not out there for Christmas last year because we had a baby, mm-hmm. a new baby. Mm-hmm. I've spent the last 23 months learning cookie preparation <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. I am now a Michelin star leveled <laughs> cookie maker and we're going to make cookies the day of for Santa that will blow Santa's jelly belly through the fucking <laughs> stratosphere. They're going to be so good. <laughs> oh, I will 100% and every cookie that I ever eat out there, anything that I eat out there, even if I purchased it, if I bought a sandwich at the store, I'm going to call you guys and say, is this sandwich cool to eat? Like this wasn't a sandwich, this wasn't a Santa sandwich, was it? I know I just bought it. You didn't even know that I was getting a Santa salami sandwich, but is it for Santa? I will call in every beer that I crack for Santa. Chris, is this for Chris? Yeah, so I think I think my decision um and your punishment is community service. I think which is making cookies. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> making cookies and also um there's some kind of jester piece of this that I like where <laughs> Where, where? Did you say you, gesture or jester? Jester, oh. like court jester piece, where Oops. you have to, um, <laughs> you have to be really self-deprecating around your clawing, your your clawing situation, yeah. and your. I like your idea of calling every time you're going to eat something to text, check yeah. in. Yeah, I'll um, FaceTime you guys. Yeah, hey, I just want just just checking in. Yeah, about to, about to have a protein bar at the store. It feels like the shame of that. Plus the <clears throat> the work that it is to bake with a five year old, mm. I think I think that sounds Spend like a reasonable served. punishment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. I wish that I had some sort of Kaiser Sose moment right now where I could be like, <laughs> I charmed you up until you made the final decision, and then I was like, I never felt badly. And I I've, am Santa. I've taken all. I am. What's the anti Santa called? Oh, I don't know. No, it's the thing of the book that we have, the um, Krampus. Oh, Isn't yeah. That kind of the anti Santa? I am Krampus. Mm. I don't really know the story of Krampus. Yeah, uh, I don't either. Yeah. No, but I, I. That would have been cool, though, if you flipped <clears> it <throat> and you're either like, I ate the cookies because I am Santa yeah. or I am the anti Santa. Yeah. Both would have been a really cool flip. Yeah. To the yeah, story. yeah. I think it's really cool. I mean, at the end of the day, keep Christ in Christmas. And, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, we shouldn't be celebrating Santa anyway. So I ate all. Can I just food? This is maybe a lead up to another food crime. Oh, no. This could be like a, TV, a to be continued moment. Mm. As a child, I used to sneak into my grandmother's roll top desk and eat all the communion wafers. She had like a, they would do home mass sometimes because there was often priests around. Yeah. That sounds maybe scarier than it was. 
Uh, <laughs> but, but I would eat sleeves of the communion wafers. Wow. The original Santa cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, you know, an interesting nugget, uh, part of the story that I think should have been told mm. is your relationship to Santa cookies from a young age. Oh, I didn't even. You, you this, have a very if, complicated relationship with Santa cookies. I like that we're getting into this after the sentence. But That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, this just came in really. Oh, yeah. I, my, my assistant fact. handed me, uh, a, a document hot off the presses yeah and uh, i um they must have interviewed your parents this is from the psychology the um the, the psych report the psych report yeah that were so professional <laughs> um so yeah there was uh an incident mm. that i would say ruined me permanently scarred me permanently around christmas cookies and it was Did you say it 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 scarred you permanently yes mm. yeah deeply mm. so there was a year where and i just want a spoiler alert anybody listening with with children spoiler hopefully alert hopefully you're not listening with children trigger warning yeah i hope you're not listening with children <laughs> if you are you're a bad parent um so trigger warning about that but um santa um is our parents i think santa the idea of santa is a larger kind of idea sure. but the the cookies aren't eaten by santa I, they're I, eaten by Mikey, as we've learned. <laughs> uh, they're eaten by Mikey. But the first incident was I was probably 12, maybe something like that. And my sister was, let's say, five or six. And she definitely still believed in Santa. And we wrote out the, the card. You know, we would always write it to Santa. We'd leave cookies for Santa. And then we would leave carrots for the reindeer. And then I think a glass of milk. And um, and we did that. And my sister went to bed and I was still up or whatever. And my, and my parents kind of offhandedly were like, Mikey, why don't you take the bites out of the cookie to make it look like Santa ate the cookie? <laughs> I will at full admission. I didn't, I don't think I really, I was like 90% out the door on Santa. I was mm. like, I, I think my parents do this. And I've definitely seen presents that I saw them handling that they then wrote from Santa. And I was mm. like, oh, that doesn't add up. Mm. I wasn't, there was like 12% of me, my brain that was still, my heart that was still holding on. Mm. And then I ate those, those criminal cookies, those <laughs> cookies that just, they dissolved in my mouth like the dreams dissolved in my heart. <laughs> and, uh, and then from that day, I always had this relationship with Christmas cookies. Like I just, they need to be destroyed because they are a lie in the face of this lie that is Santa. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm pausing for mm. a moment because that that feels deep. Maybe you all should have considered before you pointed your fingers at me. There's <laughs> four, one, two, three, <laughs> four of them pointing back at you, kind of, because you just maybe you accuse someone who has, uh, you know, trauma. Yeah, or is is there maybe a mental illness here that we're talking about? Hurt like people, such a deep, hurt people, hurt people. That's right. That's mm -hmm. what I always say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that that part of the story is so interesting because you, you know, not only have this wound mm. um, that you've carried with you for thirty years, yeah, um, but you also admitted to a deep understanding of the tradition. <laughs> Of providing mm. the Christmas cookies that you bake to Santa. Hold, please. So hold. <laughs> I come from a family of 
they're they're preparers for sure. Like they're definitely like food food preppers, um, not in the weird way. Uh, <laughs> but I will say around the Santa cookies, it was usually a fucking scramble. And you would just grab it. These were often Pepperidge Farm cookies. Like these were not like baked for Santa necessarily. Mm. These were like uncleaned carrots, unpeeled carrots, <laughs> milk, two percent milk from my parents' fridge. Which, that's a fucking food crime. Two percent milk, and then um, and then it was often just whatever cookies were around. Huh. Sometimes my mom had baked like fresh chocolate chip cookies. I don't know. Sometimes there were like spritz cookies around for Christmas. Sometimes it was it was you know this was not like we were opening a golden box and theirs was Santa you know Santa specifically baked right they were for him. potentially stale Oreos yeah these like, were just cookies that were going to him yeah, yeah. okay so I'm just saying there okay. wasn't there was the tradition but it was not uh, as hallowed ground of a mm. tradition that sounds like your family holds mm. so yeah well I, I you know I feel like I really have a deeper understanding of your history and relationship with Santa cookies sure. yep. and um I think that there's there is an opportunity <laughs> for more communication yes in yeah. our household that's true um around <laughs> who gets what that's true <laughs> it's not it's just not all for Mikey. Right. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I also just want to assert double jeopardy. You can, I can't be tried twice for the same crime. Correct. So, yeah. Um, does that mean if I <laughs> eat the cookies again this year, I'm good? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> don't understand the law. Any lawyers that want to reach out, uh, it's 1 800 eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, thank you for um, being vulnerable today. Thank yeah, you I for. I felt emotional. Yeah. You looked it. Thanks. Looked a little hot under the collar. Oh, we also talk about my Christmas cheeks sometimes. I've been <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so sometimes if I was I'm, looking at your cheeks as yeah, I was saying this. Like it's a various amounts of things, but if like I've been in the sauna that day, I'm dehydrated, maybe I've had a couple glasses of wine, I'm hot, I'm tired. It can be a million different things. Mm-hmm. I'm Irish. You've had too many Christmas cookies. Yeah. I can sometimes get these like little, you know, my little red cheeks, and I do this kind of smile where I go, Oh, I got my Christmas cheeks. <laughs> And uh, so I'm just, I'm the reason for the season. You are, you're wearing a red sweatshirt right now, I will say. Red, Feels Santa very red apropos. sweatshirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us for 38 minutes of uh, stupid insanity. <laughs> uh, what's I, your favorite Christmas cookie? Fuck yeah. I mean, my, I'm. what's yours? Well, mine, ha- just because my grandma made the most delicious rosette cookies, those little Italian cookies, it's just Pine like nuts? a, no, 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 it's just like a, you know, like a, like a mounded flour cookie oh, yeah. with with icing on it, different yeah. colored icing oh, on yeah, it. Those are good. And then, you know, it can have little like sprinklies on top. And no or, booze in it or anything. No, it's yeah. so, so simple. Yeah. She called them rosettes. I don't know if that's yeah. exact what they're called generally, yeah. but um hands down my favorite yeah. Chris like my favorite like cookie kind of in general, just because mm. it reminds me of my grandma. And they're so simple and oh, delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any kind of like sugar-ish cookie. Yeah. It's it's so good. And then you slap a little frosting on it. Amen. Yeah. That's my call. So my call is 100% flat, cutout cookie, sugar cookie, you know, whatever that, that is, a third of an inch, quarter of an inch thick. And then, you know, and snappy. Yeah. And then you put that crunchy icing and, and uh, like Jimmy's on top or whatever. Mm. What's the non-perverted way of saying that? I think Jimmy's is a crime. Sprinkles is usually what I say. Sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's saying Jimmy's. I know people from the Northeast say Jimmy's. Nope, that's a pervert word. Um, (laughs) It's going to go ahead and be sprinkles. Uh, That's my favorite for sure. And I just don't want anything fancy. Too many no, things no, have no, no, boo- no. too many cooked items during or baked items have booze in them. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me a flat, crunchy Christmas cookie, cutout cookie, spritz cookie. Love those too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. We love you guys. Reach out. Yeah. Tell us your favorite cookie. Let's eat at MikeyandRin.com or at MikeyandRin on Instagram. Uh, that's kind of the easiest way to get to us. Yeah, tell us your favorite cookie because Mikey has um, a fair amount of baking to do this season. You don't so it. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to need some ideas. Yeah, make up for my crimes. <laughs> Love you. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In Christmas E, uh, Christmassy Food Crimes Edition. <laughs> Start again. Yeah, sure. Okay. Holiday Food Crimes Edition. Oh, there we go. Ho, ho, holidays. <laughs> Welcome, what? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Third time. Is a charm. <laughs>